listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. And this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text our little show on 81215. You can follow the show not only on Twitter, but also on Instagram. Um, and that's with at Frank on the radio. Or you can email, go on, be traditional, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. We still get letters, I'll be straight with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gifts. Cards. Gifts. Oh, hashtag gifted. Yeah. Well, you were this morning. Yeah, I was hashtag gifted. I'm hashtag gifted every morning, darling. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> what do you like to hear? We've had some missives in, Frank. Missives. Yeah. Yes, certainly. this was uh, via the interweb. This, okay. This is. Um, oh God, you've said interweb. <laughs> I'm, afraid. Yeah. I'm afraid you're fired. I'm afraid I've said interweb. It's only Funny. a moment before you do misheard <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> Funny thoughts on the royal game of Ur at the oh. British Museum. Oh yes, from Frank on the radio. Um, I've created basic a basic maths version of the game called oh. Remainder Race. You could play it with your son Buzz. Looking forward to it. Yeah, a yeah. maths version. It's a maths version which I'm going to provide you with later. Remainder, remainder race. Yes, remainder race. I'm guessing it's a decimal point thing, is it? Yeah. Wow. Oh. It's got oh. dominoes and all sorts on it. I didn't wow. think it was a Brexit thing. Remainder race. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I think they've gone. That's gone now. Yeah, yeah, you're. Right. They've had that argument. <laughs> okay. Well, that's lovely. Yeah. I love uh, a maths-based game. And we've had some. I doubt, but I'll they giving us the rules, or are they not telling us? It's, it, well, I'll uh, I'll share them with you later. It looks good. It's oh. <laughs> a detailed um, rule analysis. Oh, there's all sorts going on. There's oh. a link and everything. Wow, oh, we. We've also got s- what things people do. I mm. know. Mm. Gareth Davis has been in touch from Wales. Le- um, I'm unaware of his exact <laughs> okay, location. I'm guessing. Late, late to the party, podcast reader. Okay. Oh, the yeah. two aqua viaduct queries. Ah, yes. Oh. Last week we discussed the difference between an aqueduct and a viaduct. Mm. Yeah. We all, we all had a lapse in our basic Latin, didn't we? We did. Yeah, we did, but we sorted it out in the end and that's what counts. Yeah. If a boat is carrying people over an aqueduct... Is this more maths? <laughs> I think so. Does it temporarily become a viaduct? If it carries people over an aqueduct. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they don't often have boats on them, do they? And number two, the Litchfield Canal aqueduct over the M6 toll carries no water. So is it just a duct? Oh. Oh. Okay. I mean, that's quite a question. Oh, you don't want to be known as the Litchfield Duct. No. That sounds like a salacious nickname. (laughs) I did think of the show every time I saw the Stockport Viaduct this week. Did you? Yeah, every time. I'm glad you occasionally think of the show outside Saturday mornings. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That moves me considerably. I mean, I uh, quite often see hypnotists to just get the show wiped from me on Saturday lunchtime. Oh, don't say that. And then I rethink of it. No, I'm only kidding. Um, We've had um, one of my favourite titled emails of all the Mm. time that I've been doing this. Mm. Um, How long is that, Al? I don't know, about six years or something in there? I don't know. 
Um, Sighting of Frank Running 10 years ago is the title. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Light review. <laughs> in it. Hi, Frank and Co. Last week, Frank mentioned that he used to go running. My dad happened to be in the room at the time. He said that about 10 years ago, Frank ran past him in Vauxhall and he was smirking. Would love to know what he used to think about when running <laughs> to cause such an expression. <laughs> love the show Imogen. What on earth were you doing? I, I, I find this very believable, though. Oh, well... I, yeah. He would have thought of a joke he's just yeah, made, yeah, yeah. don't you think? Oh, it depends. Might have been something to do with his dad. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Is I he a funny-looking been... fella? Well, I can't. I mean, I, funnily enough, I can't remember <laughs> seeing his dad ten years ago. No disrespect. But, yeah, he's, you know, he doesn't mention the fact that his, his dad Jeez. was dressed as Mother Goose. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 don't, I remember um, finding running quite hot, but I used to run around Vauxhall... Um, quite a lot mm. out, out of clubs normally yeah when he said I saw Frank running I immediately knew it was going to have sort of 10 years yeah. on it because it's been a while since I've done it we're my knees now dear <laughs> <laughs> but I also we established last week I think that there's a, well the, we started a controversy about we really did oh. what was I called oh. by one man um well, anyway, he said it wasn't factually correct, and he, he might be right, but yeah. it was just... Um, I always think factually correct, though. It's, it's, the, it's always the dullest parts of conversation. Yeah. And we're well, in a, also, it we're was... We're in a post-truth era, so who needs yeah, factually exactly. correct? It was I-M-H-O. Yeah. OK. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was I-M-H-O. Yeah. Um, yeah, don't blame the post office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a theory that it damages your face, but we probably thought... Um, well, we just I, said it, it could be potentially ageing because it would prompt you right. to lose elasticity. I also think that's the, a bit chicken and egg. Is a lot mm. of the great runners, you know, the reason they went, they went running is their social life was a bit lame. <laughs> so they went, they went running in the evenings to get out of the house. Right. So, you know. Is Roger Bannister, was he not great company then? Roger Bannister. Mm. I, I, he was very uh, good company on the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> That's rubbish. That is rubbish. I'm sorry. I apologise to everyone. I hope we're equal for interweb. No. I mean, uh, fair enough, that would be comedy gold if it was capital. Mm. But on this show, <laughs> simply not good enough. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, 160 is uh, slightly sledging me. Oh, no. I'm sure Alan thinks about the show every time he sees his invoices being paid. <laughs> lots of love. Oh. Although it is tempered with lots of love, Gordon from St Albans. <laughs> Do you know, I love a Gordon. Do you? You don't get many Gordons these days. Name I a think... Gordon you know other than Flash. Banks. Oh, yeah. But we're going back a bit, aren't we? I know we are. There, there aren't many. I think what Bennett? happened, I think jilted John. Gordon um, Bennett, yeah. Remember when people used to say Gordon Bennett? Uh, I yeah. just didn't call Gordon Bennett. Oh, I think, I know the jilted John thing. Jilted yeah. John, uh, there was that song that went, Gordon is a moron. Oh. And I think probably a lot of people called Gordon had quite a hard time after mm. that. And then yeah. the name, fact. So I think jilted John, who we had on the show once. <laughs> <laughs> and who said uh, to me, like you, Frank, I've had, a, I've had a great deal of tragedy in my life. And I thought, I haven't. Who <laughs> has he got me mixed up with? Um, but, yeah, I think he, he probably put an end to the name Gordon. He's killed off Gordon. Yeah, I think. So, uh, yeah. We've had a request, Frank, from 033. Alan, please do your Mickey Flanagan. Hashtag 
Best impersonation ever. Oh, ever. wow. Ever. Yeah. Frank is the man of a thousand voices every week, and I'm getting yeah. ever for the one Ma- that I did. Man of a thousand voices, <laughs> open brackets, all of them a bit seven out of ten. Close brackets. <laughs> I wouldn't suggest Imagine that. touring like that with that on your poster. <laughs> Honest posters. <laughs> yeah. Honest posters could revolutionise show business, couldn't they? Yeah. I saw John Coleshaw the other week at the oh, yeah. uh, Laurel and Hardy screening. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I'd listen to a thing he'd done where he does a, a Tom Baker impression. And I would never ask anyone to do an impression, you know what I mean? Not so I said to him, uh, I said, well, no. But I, this is a, more of a professional context. But I said to him, I said, I really loved your Tom. And he said, oh, well, yeah, that's because I went straight, straight into it. They're, they're, they're in. The impression is, no. what I like about it, some impression is slightly ashamed of it. Yeah. Not Cole Shaw, man. He's no. impressionist to the bone. Yeah. <laughs> So come on, let's see your Mickey Flanagan. Ah, do me a favour. Um, I can't really do him now. I've, I've not seen him for ages. Oh well, <laughs> he's doing very well. Yeah, yeah. That's what happens. Drop, drop right. Like oh. a hot potato. Um, I'll do it next week. I'll text him and see him this week. Okay. <laughs> um, can I can I run this by you? I, sure. Um, I um, was in uh, an email exchange with my personal assistant. Lovely. Keeping it real. And um, I had to ask her about five questions in one email about various things. So I put all the questions in one email. Yeah. And, and then at the end, I put, um, what are the 39 steps? <laughs> now, for those of you who think, what's he talking about? There's a, there's a, a film... Yeah. Well, there's a book originally. Richard um, Hannay. Jo- um, is that the character? Is Richard Hannay? Yeah, written, John by, written by John Buchan. Because famously, when Man United won the FA Cup, Martin <laughs> Buchan was the captain. And um, and John Watson said, there are 39 uh, steps up to the uh, Royal Box. And Martin Buchan, uh, ironically, <laughs> will be uh, going up there now. And I thought, no one else will get that in the world. <laughs> I'm sure they did. Anyway, so um, did I expl- say what the, what the question? So I wrote yeah. at the end of it, "What are the thirty nine steps?" Yeah. So I got. Um, well, I'll t- I'll tell you what happened after oh. this. Oh. Frank. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I think we just got a thirty nine steps. Um, we did. We'll, we'll come to that anyway. Mm. So. Um, I I said to my I, I wrote it was just like I wrote a lot of letters and so I sort of instinctively wrote a lot of questions so I instinctively wrote um, what are the thirty nine steps as a famous yes. question from literature film and theatre indeed mm-hmm. and my personal assistant wrote back um, answers to all these questions and then at the bottom. Um, she wrote, can you give me the context of the 39 <laughs> steps question? <laughs> and then I felt bad about it. I felt like I'd been a smarty. Yeah. So yeah. then I had to write back. But um, I think we've had a 39 steps. Well, we've had we that and a Gordon response. Um, 033 yeah. has said TV presenter Josephine Buchan is John Buchan's granddaughter. Shut up. <laughs> I don't know who... No, I, I do. Have been a, a dear. Yes, I do. Joe Buchan. <laughs> no, Josephine Buchan. She used to do a sort of dating show in the nineties. Okay. Oh, very oh, much my area. Okay. Um, well, in the film, um, there's a bit where they have. Um, um, I think they actually use Leslie Welsh. 
Leslie Welsh um, was known as the memory man. All right. And that was his... That it was wasn't his... the one in the newspapers. You know those memory adverts? Don't you see those memory ads you get? Oh, well, improve your memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now this, what, Leslie Wells, this was his act. So he'd go on stage and he'd sit at the table, so blow like glasses on, and somebody would, would say, um, who followed um, King James II? And he would do a little bit and someone would say, who won the FA Cup in 1937? And he'd, and he'd do that. That was his act. Yeah. This was like pre-Google. Google obviously would have killed him off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But that, that was what he did, and the whole idea that he could remember all these facts. And I think it might be him as in the film, because he's, oh. he's doing, there's a bloke doing his act, isn't he? Yeah. And somebody shouts out, what are the 39 steps? And a whole panic ensues. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Of course, if he was alive today, he'd be on the chase, I reckon. Oh, yeah, that's, he would. And he'd be, he'd, oh, be called, right. he'd be called something like the Viper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, the uh, 033 continued, famous Gordon Strachan, that is all. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a good yeah. point. Shout well, out to Gordon Strachan. Really. I met Gordon Strachan, well, I met him a few times, but the last time I met him, um, he was talking about getting back into management because he was out mm-hmm. of management. Yeah. He said, um, I like uh, I like making players better. That's what I do. <laughs> and I said... What? He said, I, I like making players better. That's what I do. <laughs> and I thought, I don't know what the last bit is. See, I can understand that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it, I understand it. You're like, here are my people. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. But you know, if you're talking to someone, like I met a bloke last night from Albury, where I come from, and I felt my accent go revert. But I, when I came to London, I tried to, you know, tried to clean it up a bit. But mm. Gordon has... Uh, you either join in or you don't. Yeah. Um, for, for our non-Scottish listeners, I think he was saying that's what I do. Yeah, very much so. But in fact, uh, <laughs> just so you know, the gentleman from Oldbury has been in touch actually. Frank. Oh yeah. Yes, he just said it was lovely to see you at our tiny local venue last night. What in Oldbury? No. <laughs> he says, as a fellow Oldbury boy. Oh okay. He's suggesting, yeah. He said it was funny to see you in Chiswick. He felt that you both were out of place in Chiswick. Yes, but Chiswick is, uh, as a friend of mine used to say, the sort of place they have a sheet of newspaper under the cuckoo clock, <laughs> which he used, he used to signify a posher area. <laughs> I wonder if uh, Roger Bannister was in the 39 Steps. Very good. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I should say it's my uh, birthday on Monday and the team have given me gifts. Yeah. Including a deluxe, and I'm quoting this from the box, <laughs> a deluxe version of the uh, Lewis Chessmen uh, in a proper chess set from, formation. May I say, a proper specialist chess shop. So there is a shop that is a chess shop. Well, I assume that one could only buy these things online. Yes. But there is a shop with premises in Baker Street. I mean, could it get any more oh, Victorian? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could smell the uh, pipe smoke in there. <laughs> the deer stalker. And, yeah, it's in uh, Baker Street. Proper old school. But no, you, you liked it. It was huge, though, wasn't yes. it? Well, but, uh, yeah, as, as you know, I'm a massive fan of the Lewis Chessmen. And uh, now I can... Uh, I mean, I don't, I'm, I don't fully understand chess. I know eighty percent of the rules, mm. 
but my son's into it, so we can uh, we can work that out together. And then also two two um, receptacles. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, a, a Time Lord um, water thing, so that I don't destroy the oceans and uh, the dolphins. Yes. <laughs> don't mention it. And um, and a coffee cup, so that I don't have to take. Co- I mean, they're so save the planet. Chess and two things that save the planet. I know. But you know, I, I tell you what, I am a snowflake. Are you? I am. A, I was thinking about this yeah. today. You know, people associate the snowflake thing with younger people. I am a complete. I read poetry, yeah. and um, I don't like being shouted at in the street. <laughs> I'm a snowflake. I, I'm sensitive to criticism. Yeah. I'm going to get a t-shirt with snowflake on it. Speaking of which, yes. Um, a lady called Pam King, which sounds like. Um, some sort of activity. I might go Pam King later. <laughs> um, who runs a small company, small at the moment, mm. called Down to a T, which is a pun on T-shirts. Printed us off some... T- well, only last week I was saying how much I like news. Yes. Mm. I'm a big fan of news. You said you like news, and then I believe I said I heart news. Oh, OK. Yes. And then, uh, then somehow we got to... Um, <laughs> um, I Heart News T-shirts as oh, an yeah. idea, and Pam has sent us. There's not a lot of news-based <laughs> merch. You don't get many fans of news. No, but... you don't get much news merch. No. no. I wonder why that is. I mean, I'll tell you what, I think it is the most newsworthy bit of the paper, but I don't heart world news. I find oh, it... I hate. Oh, it's a struggle. You know, world, world news is my worst it's a struggle. one. struggle. Oh, somebody shouting in West Africa. I mean, God... <laughs> I mean, I think it's possibly arguable that it's the most important bit, but... Well, do you hate sure more it... that or the... <laughs> no, but I'm worse... Sorry. No, I was going to say, it's a, it's a yes, close call. Yes, but the call. days of men interrupting women like that are over. <laughs> <laughs> Please continue, no, it's that page darling. You get to... <laughs> 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 um, it's that page you get to with all the dense racing figures. That's oh. worse. But I know the world news. Yeah, but it's I not just. It. It's not just world news with me. Um, is that <laughs> I? If I if there's been something happening in the paper and I look at it and it's more than about five miles from my house, I don't read it normally. <laughs> I just want to know anything that might affect me personally. I mean, obviously, yeah. world news might affect me. It might. When I was a kid and people <laughs> saying the Russians could press the button at the moment, that was an example of world news that could have affected yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But generally, I look if I lived in I don't know um, Japan. I wouldn't be reading about news that stuff in England and, yeah. and Britain. Do you think they've got a world news bit and it's all about Brexit and stuff? Oh, but yeah, and they react <laughs> like we do. Who cares about this rubbish? How's the yeah. uh, the Kimono Index? <laughs> um, what about they were? This is Frank Skinner. Frank, I know it's a bit needy, but you didn't mention my present. Oh, sorry. Oh, OK, thank you. Sorry, I was just doing group presents. Just a bit. OK. Emily Is it a bit needy, Dad? A very Is it? Uh, beautiful... Do they still call them sweatshirts? Yeah, I think sweat. they do. I'd go sweat. She bought me a sweat <laughs> with uh, Laurel and Hardy on it, but I tell you something, I could feel the quality. Oh, lovely. As soon as I picked it up, I thought, I'm looking forward to this being against my old flesh. Oh, yeah. Do you know what, Al? It was worth the slightly humiliating experience of asking for it. Yeah. Because I love the feeling that now I've received it. Yeah. Mm. 
Yes, no, I'm sorry. I was just doing the group thing. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> so, um, yes, thank you. Oh, can I say, Perhaps by the way, news, news, uh, news flash. Yes. Um, there's a headline in today's Mirror. Um, Katie Price, colon. Uh, that isn't, I mean, oh. the, the punctuation. No. Okay. Katie Price, colon, I'm done with pink. Oh, I didn't know they were going out. No, I mean, Katie Price says she's getting rid of the colour pink from her life because, and I quote, it has, oh, here comes the quote, become an omen now. (laughs) Yeah. How do you mean? Oh. Does she explain? Continue, eh? Yes, it says, uh, the unlucky star who famously drives uh, pink cars and regularly dresses from head to toe in fuchsia, okay, says she's done with pink and re-evaluating her life, thinking about the fuchsia. Very good. I I'm wondering if Hold it's on. just pink that's to blame. Well, in a disastrous year, the former glamour model has handed two driving bans for speeding and driving while disqualified and faces a drink-drive trial next month, all in a pink Range Rover. Well, I don't know if that's yeah. it. I don't know if that's at the core of it. I'm just going to adjust the arm of my chair. The, yeah. Oh, oh dear, no, is that all right? Oh, I thought that was your spinal cord. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think a chiropractor whilst we're on air. Do you, do you think it's more than the shade, Frank? I don't... I, if she gets up in court and says, well, a thing is, um, it's my pink, it's, pink. It's, it's becoming an omen now, I don't think it's going to work. And I love yeah. Katie Price, yeah. but I think you've got you've to look for other options. Yeah, me. maybe deal with your admin. <laughs> By the way, I was... Uh, what about this? Rather than pink. I did a gig the other night, and, um, you know, after a gig, uh, you get a few people come up and say, you know, uh, whatever, and can I get a photo with you and yeah, yeah. stuff like that. So um, I did a, a gig and um, I, I spoke to a bloke and asked him what he did and he said, well, I'm, he's 85, so I said, what did you... He said, well, I was still a writer. Alive. 85 and still, still alive. alive. Yeah, 85 yeah. and still alive. And he was a, 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 a writer. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I said, and, you know, that's always a bit embarrassing. They've, they've always often written nothing. Anyway, this bloke <laughs> had written about 500 famous television Touch hey. of Frost, The Avengers, wow. The Sweeney. Oh. And he was with a mate, and he says, uh, so I started to turn to the mate, and the, and the, right, the writer was called Richard Harris, said, uh, don't, don't you know, this is a very famous actor. And I looked at him, and I said, you look like Brian Murphy from George and Mildred. And I got it. I thought there aren't many comics who would have got that in no. one, in a gloomy <gasps> room. Was it him? Yeah, it was him. So we had oh, a long chat. Oh, you would have been pleased by oh, that. Oh, oh, he's a great actor. I, anyway, um, he, he was one of those... Um, Joan Littlewood uh, mm. and all that, um, mm. you know, socialist theatre. All right. Anyway, when I left the gig, he was doing uh, autographs and uh, <laughs> photos. I just, wa- I just walked out. You got on the tube. Yeah, completely yeah. ignored. He had a limo. <laughs> There's a thing, if ever I'm asked for an autograph or anything in church, I always say, this isn't my gig. Do you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Uh, Brian's all right with it, though. Yeah. <laughs> Another bloke come up to me after a gig this week and said, uh, oh, last time I saw you, he says, going back a bit, he says you were in uh, Great Yarmouth doing a show with Jim Davidson. Right. I said, uh, I don't think so. (laughs) And I wasn't 100. That was the terrible thing about it. I said, he said, yeah, you did a great bit when you were on stage and, and he goes off and he's gone to the toilet but he's left his microphone on. And I said, no, I don't. No. <laughs> but I wasn't. That's the terrible <laughs> thing. I said, no, I'm almost certain, but not... Because I remember playing Great Yarmouth, which is right. what I'm talking about. 
But all I remember was uh, I was on with Stevie Starr, the regurgitator. Oh, yes. Do you remember him? Yeah, of course I do. She's coming back to you now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. Oh, thank you. Very, very good. He used to... Um, he used to... Uh, that's a good gag. Oh. He used to um, <laughs> swallow swallow goldfish and then um, cough them back up again. He used to be. He was very sort of on uh, the last resort, which was Jonathan Ross's show. He was there, oh, I was guess. Yeah, on all those on there ghoulish things. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you think you did? You were I, on the I bill with him? Think, yeah, I don't think I've ever done. Brilliant. I'd remember, wouldn't I, doing a show with Jim Davison in Great Yarmouth? So. But you know, you, you get old. That, years especially years. if you did a set piece. Well, I remember all sorts of other details. There was a bloke um, that was like a, a, a bloke who was doing a actually ripping off somebody else's act, the balloon dance, which oh. I did tell him about, and he said, "No, nah, lots of people do it. Not true." But I'm anyway, really glad you remonstrated with him over that. But anyway, this Good blo- and the same bloke said to me, "We've had a bit of trouble." He said, "Because I um, I run a dwarf throwing <laughs> uh, show." Wow. And I thought, okay. And he said, they're banning us in some places. Absolutely. He said, I wrote to Margaret Thatcher, which puts a date on this. And she wrote back to me and she says she always does her best to support small businesses. (laughs) And I thought, was that a gag from Margaret Thatcher or a stop? I think she might have done a gag. Not oft remembered for a human. No, exactly. We forgot that. <laughs> she's yeah. doing a bit of material. We forgot that element of her uh, career. <laughs> the the wise crack. Skinner, Dean, and Cochrane together. The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner and Absolute. Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochrane. You can text the show on 812.15. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. And uh, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Um, BTW. Oh, yeah. I had um, <laughs> uh, Daisy from uh, the Guinness World Records thing. <laughs> Um, <laughs> sent me trips yeah. off the tongue, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, I was going to say Guinness Book of Records, and then when I look at the logo, it says Guinness World Records. They're yeah, not, they're not tying themselves records, to the book, oh, no, okay. right? Probably an online presence as well. Now, I shouldn't yeah. wonder. And it said they've sent a signed copy of the Guinness World Records. Um, oh, yeah, is, that, is that your stomach? Out? Yeah, I was trying to get the stomach rumbled. Thank you, stomach rumbled. <laughs> yes. So they've sent a sign. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, I've si- a signed copy of the Guinness World Records book for Boz, my uh, child, who loves it for some reason. He absolutely loves it. Not for some reason. It's obviously, it's a it's a hardy annual. <laughs> annual. Okay. <laughs> Love and, that designer. And Margaret Thatcher would have rejected that. <laughs> As a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out Margaret Thatcher, one of the great um, political yeah. comics. <laughs> Can I just say to someone who's tweeted us in response to Frank's haul ha- and oh, said, my birthday, all haul. for free, no doubt. Yeah. Au contraire, my friend. I paid for that sweatshirt and all the goods were paid for. I, Thank you. I got them for free, which yeah, is yeah. What, what normally happens on <laughs> birthday. Shouldn't yeah, have to explain. Yeah, bet you didn't put your hand in your pocket for your birthday present. We're no. explaining gifting to the texter. <laughs> <laughs> so this is also from the Guinness World Records. Emily uh, should need to know that she needs to beat 9.58 seconds 
to break the 100 metres world record. I like the fact you're writing that down. <laughs> I've written it down. <laughs> yeah. I just wrote down. And do you know what I like? That, the, that Guinness are involved now. Oh, that's good to know. They will be afterwards when I'm celebrating. <laughs> and uh, for Frank, he still holds a record with... Um, now, this is a slight, it's a slight misspelling so, but, um, from Daisy. That she says, the lighting seats... Oh. And David, oh, yeah. the deal. The lighting seed sounds like a company that come round and change your bulbs. But anyway. <laughs> and now she says we can send him a certificate for first song to reach number one on four separate occasions. If you'd like one, you bet I'd like one. Great. And if, if you've, you've got like a spare... One, she met you. If you've got a spare certificate, can I have one for having the song that dropped the most places <laughs> from number one? 96 in a week. Wow. I mean, that is going some. Isn't he? I know. That's lovely, though, Daisy. Thank you for all of that. Wow, I feel I feel a bit Still stiff with stress strong. now that the Guinness team have got their eye on me, Frank. I can't oh, yeah. wriggle out of this now. No, I can. Uh, I can. I can't Roy Wiggly out of this. I'm going to be doing it. <laughs> it's going to I'd be love to see. You. It's going to be a great moment. <laughs> it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, what? Oh, the oh, the fez has arrived. Oh, well, you know, I was just going to ask you about the cricket, but we'll have to come back to that. Um, oh, God. That, in that case, <laughs> the fez has saved the day. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I was going to come on. I was going to ask you about the cricket, but anyway. Well, can I just say though, it's a signed copy of. Apparently, it's not called the Guinness Book of Records anymore. I can't believe that's changed. The world of records. It's like when I was me and David Baddiel did a show and we referred to uh, Doctor Bernardo's, and we got letters from them <laughs> saying we're called Bernardo's now. Oh yeah. So poor old Doctor Bernardo. Yeah, they rebranded. He worked hard for that uh, degree. Doctorate. Yeah, and yeah. they got relegated to just a normal everyday right. fella. Right, we did shots of him. Uh, David Baddiel as Doctor Bernardo being turned away from the <laughs> children's home. Of course he did. Um, <laughs> so the signed copy of the Guinness World Records is that signed by Arthur Guinness? Good question. Do you remember Arthur? No, Don't he always. Arthur. Arthur Guinness always used. To, I think his signature might still be on Guinness bottles and stuff. Oh, oh really? Yeah. I presume he was like Big Daddy Guinness who started the whole ball rolling. Oh, oh I see. But Arthur, never Arthur. He's casual, oh. but he's in a laid-back character, as you can imagine. Nothing to do with the Guinness world of records or book of records. I always associated McWhorter with that. Did he? Oh, was he yeah. on the payroll, McWhorter? Um, I know you've got inside info here, I thought Frank. there was two McWhorters, weren't there? Oh, yes, he had a brother, yeah. I think they were twins, weren't they? Yeah. Um, mm. They're probably in the Guinness Book of Records. Well, <laughs> sorry, what's it called? Guinness World, World, World Records. Records yeah. World Records. For a twin, them and the cheeky girls be on the same page. That's the chances <laughs> of that happening. <laughs> Mrs Logic, happy birthday to a true national treasure. Lovely. A lot of birthday messages. Like it's not his actual birthday, Mrs. can we say? Logic. Well, you know, but I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm calling it, it my birthday weekend. OK. Oh, I right. think that's the way to do it. I thought that was someone telling us that we'd missed some logic. Mrs. Logic, I was thinking, <laughs> which one? Which bit? We've so, had lots um, of so d- logical fallacies. Emily is going to do this uh, 100 metres world record yeah. attempt. She's actually going to do it. Great. Yeah. What, what, what would great. we think? Al, you're a 
Um, oh, yeah, you're a runner. You're a physical. I'm not. You're a no, physical man, I'm though. barely run. He's not a runner, he's a fighter. <clears throat> I'm certainly not a fighter either. But, but you know, I have a, an exercise in it, uh, an interesting exercise. Why, what's what, the, what would you guess would be Emily's time? Well, we, this is the thing, we need to guess the times, yeah. Okay. Given that the world record is 9.58. You're not going to like the guesses. I, I can take it, come on. It's not going to be miles off that. It's not like going to be 25 seconds. 25 seconds was going to be my guess. Really? <laughs> yeah. OK. Yeah. Uh, I, I you want to go 25? Frank Skinner. <clears throat> I think it'll be uh, 16.5. <laughs> OK. OK. Let's see I think it's, it, who the I think is. Emily will okay. be quicker, uh, quicker than you might think. Well, that's that would be, yeah. That's my strap <laughs> <I> line. <agree. laughs> Are we going to have a that hair on a piece of... <laughs> oh, that'd on a thing good. like they do with the greyhounds. That'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'll be a hair extension. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. What place have we got spinning? I think we were about... And I'm, hesitant to say this I think we were about to discuss cricket weren't we oh yes yeah. um, the, um, but don't worry if you don't like cricket yeah. we're not going to talk cricket cricket and if I you don't. do like cricket also don't worry we're not going to talk the fact about England being humiliated we did badly didn't we oh, did. we are doing badly did let's, you? Not, let's not change oh, things yeah. yeah well I I actually want to talk about the curious incident of Stuart Broad and the bed bugs Oh, mm. yeah. This Unusual is a curious sequel. incident. Uh, yeah. yeah. You heard about this? Mm-hmm. So, correct me if I get any of these bits of facts wrong, but they're in Barbados at the moment. Is that correct? That is correct. The first Let me test? set this up for you. Sure. Underneath the mango tree, me, honey, and me. Keep going. Honestly, I thought, honestly thought you were going to give us the, who England are playing or what. Well, we're playing <laughs> the West Indies. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get that now. Sort of commentary. I with thought some there was going to be a quick tracing. Information <laughs> contained There's, a, there's in a, it. a great many English people out there. Other. I mean, a lot, yeah. That was um, a good bit of commentary. And, uh, no, you know, they cut to the crowd quite a lot, and there's a lot of. Um, um, English people are, who have taken their shirts off and, and having a large drink, and you think they're going to get burnt. You just yeah. know they're going to be. The cricket fan right. has changed somewhat over the years. Yeah, I mean, you know, God bless them, but there is an element of national obesity crisis on tour. Right. And uh, I yeah. think I've, I've watched that happen at cricket. People get drunk and just, you can watch, see the smoke rising from their shoulders as mm. they burn. Right. Not with Broad, though. Oh, you know, don't you know Stuart Broad he from way He gave me back? a bat. Well, he? I've heard some <laughs> euphemism. <laughs> Do you know, I've still got that bat. I, I, and I keep so. it. I keep it for intruders. Oh, yeah. But it's one of those small bats, isn't no, it? No, it's huge. Oh, it's a proper bat. No, it's a proper yeah, cricket I bat. I thought it was one of those little autograph bats. No, you know it's, a, it's a full-size, man-size bat. Oh, well, fair enough. It was lovely that he gave that to me. It was? Yes, mm. that's nice. What was the context? You filmed with him or something, didn't you? Yes. I'm worried now I've got on no, thin I, ice. I was worried because I tried to remember the context, but it's all OK, it turns out. OK. Um, you were working yes. with him and Jim Davis in Great Yarmouth. <laughs> 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 on our tour, Legends. Yeah. <laughs> legends tour. I fe- yeah, there was a Legends tour. Was there? I took a photo of you and Frank, yes. Oh, excellent. Uh, I will show you later. <laughs> 
No, I, I filmed with him for Big Fat Quiz of the Year when I was working on that, oh, which you did not long ago. Okay. Anyway, never mind the bat. What about the bugs? Yes. Because it turns out, I mean, we are getting all our info from Aggers, oh. Jonathan Agnew, who is a cricket. He's sort of our man in Barbados. I thought you meant Agnes Moorhead, who <laughs> no. played the the mother-in-law in Bewitched. <laughs> oh. No, Jonathan Agnew. Okay. You don't think he's a trustable source, Agus? Well, no, I think he is, but it's just that... Well, what, what we should say what's happened. Yeah. He revealed, he knows the family, and he said, Stuart Broad has been bitten in a sensitive area <laughs> by bedbugs. OK. He said, I went out and inspected him on the outfield. Well, it can't have been that sensitive area. If he, in, does, does he mean his outfield? Mm. He's lucky they weren't occupying the crease. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was forced to move rooms, apparently. Oh, dear. There were rumours that the entire team were sleeping in mattresses outside their hotel. On mattresses, I should say, outside their hotel room. Is that, I've never encountered bed bugs before, but are they that territorial that they'll only go in beds if you move the mattress <laughs> just sort of six yeah. feet outside the door? Also, they go, oh, no, 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 we would, don't cross boundaries. You'd think they lived in the mattress, so taking yeah. the mattress outside <laughs> is... Um, but do they know we're bed bugs? They're, like, they know their own label. They, so they don't regard the mattress as bed. That's part of the bed. They live. are ridiculously pedantic <laughs> bed <laughs> They are. Like those people that only watch BBC One and won't switch over. But why is the frame, why is the bed frame more bed than the mattress? I don't understand. The bed bugs need to consider their vocabulary and definition system. They're missing out on some lovely treats as well. Yeah, exactly. Insisting on staying to that frame. So as soon as you start moving the mattress into the corridor, you can see them moving onto the frame. fleeing. Yeah. That fleeing is good. Thank you. It wasn't deliberate. Lovely. I like that. Well, I don't know. I didn't but know they were the so insular. I don't, it's What's a bit this? like sometimes when you're driving and there's a like a, a flash warning saying animals on the highway for one mile and you think, well, how do they know that it's one mile? What if the animal <laughs> is running in the direction I'm going? There could be animals on the highway for a mile and a half. They mean we... dead animals. Oh, do you think oh, so? I think they've fallen off the me. back of a butcher's van. No, I thought it was about them running around because... You'd need to know. Roadkill hazard, that's what they're talking think? about, yeah. If someone really big gets it at roadkill, they had, to, they had to put a warning out. Oh, OK. Yeah, horse roadkill hazard warning. <laughs> I, there is a symbol for that. Now, I don't know what I like about it. They have the four legs going straight up in the air. I think it's disrespectful. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Apparently... Stuart Broad mm-hmm. ended up sleeping in his whites. Why would that In order that to protect be? himself. Well, presumably, I, I think Agatha said he went to bed fully padded up with his whites on. Not Can't padded, have been fully padded not up. Padded but up. he slept in his clothes. Slept in his box, maybe. Maybe. Uh, but mm. would that help, mm. though? Because, like, sometimes you step on, like, an ant or an insect or something, and it you seems do, like... You do, I don't. No, but accidentally... <laughs> He's like a snowflake, remember? In summer, yeah. on a hot summer's day, like you could accidentally step on a little bug. But quite often it doesn't harm them anyway because of the grip your trainers. They just sort of Ever fit since into Alan those... Ant told me oh, not to do that, I don't. Did he? Yeah. Well, he would do, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah. He's on their side. It's his family members. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's his rallies. Yeah. Um, but surely the, 
the cricket box would not prevent a... I think it might keep them out. You think? Yeah, if you get, if you get um, like, a vacuum on it... <clears throat> oh, knowing bed bugs, they'd be like, hang on, we're not box <laughs> bugs. <laughs> so what do you not know about bed bugs? bugs. Well, not not vacuum bugs. The, I've never encountered them. My, um, my sister-in-law um, had... Uh, mm. She had a bad... A bad bed bug experience in Edinburgh. I at the remember. Festival. It's terrible. And, um, in fact, we were on the, we were at the Pleasance, which is a, a well-known um, venue in Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. And Adam Kay, who went on now to be a best-selling uh, writer, yeah. with um, "This Is Going to Hurt." That's a big top-selling oh, yes. book. Yeah. And um, he, I remember, he just uh, took her to one side of the um, stairwell where we were going to a show. It was all very above board. No, it was totally mm-hmm. above board. It was actually above um, the bar. And um, just t- just checked out her bed bugs in all the, you know, in not in inappropriate places yeah. and, 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 and verified and gave us some advice on We should say he's like uh, an ex-surgeon. No, no, he's not, mm. he's not just a chancer. <laughs> no. No, I think he's, yeah, he's, he's done the medical thing. Yeah. Even Dr Bernardo. Yeah. <laughs> Brothers yeah. in arms. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a strange story. Also, Stuart Broad didn't play in this game. He was dropped. It couldn't have been dropped, could he? For well, the, apparently for it was because of the bed bugs. This is, the no. this is what the Aggers were saying. What, he was dropped because, because of, the bed, of bed, bed bugs? Have you ever had bed bugs? No. It's never encountered them. I've had it once, yes. You died. Get out. Yes. You of all have people. You? Not in my domicile, I should say. Um, I, I happened when I was a wearing, student. Weren't you wearing oh, yeah. something by Lanthorpe, <laughs> which wards them off? You see, That's I, a fragrance, I, anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I meant. Yeah, oh, right, I see, OK, right. fine. The, the vapours, yeah. I meant. Yeah, OK, Tweed, I believe it was, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Charlie, mm. I can oh, see Charlie? you. Oh, Charlie? I could yeah. see you in Charlie. Um, OK. I, um, <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> I, um, well, I slept in some terrible accommodation in the 80s. I mean, re- I really, I moved... Central Reservation. No, no, but I moved. I think it was. Um, I moved nine times in a year and a half. Right. And I, I was, I stayed in some um, rough slop houses. Yeah. And never, <laughs> never Victorian. Never experienced. Never experienced a bed. Slop Yeah. So you know, mind you, I was wet in the bed quite a lot. I, I imagine not, they that. might not like that. Yeah, I think that is the poor man's pesticide. <laughs> It does help if you drown them. Yeah, well, I think also the acidity. It's too much for them. Poor man's pesticide. Actually, if you're going to call that, if you're going to market it as uh, as pesticide, I think I've just thought of the brand name. It's quite a good point. Okay. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Um, there's a bit in the, uh, in the write-up about the cricket mm. where it says... Um, that Stuart, uh, not Stuart, yeah, Ben Stokes, he mm. said... Uh, that was Buzz's favourite. Yeah. On, on the close of day one, he'd taken three scalps. Yeah, that's right. That's... Um, no, no, but it's, it's quite, quite a far... I know, quite graphic can, imagery, isn't it? <laughs> one can imagine Ben Stokes actually doing that on a bender. <laughs> yeah. he's, been, he's been in the media for a while. Anyway, no, but, you, um, you must clear. No, he's... Uh, but is that OK, that phrase? As... Now? as um, as Boz said in his tribute to Ben yes. Stokes, um, when they had to pick a role model at school, mm. the great oh, yeah. batter and the great bowler, and also has the same hair colour as me. Oh, nice. So, yeah, he's got well, everything. Let's hope he wasn't reduced to sleeping on a mattress. 
outside no, the hotel room last that, week. No, exactly. Although I bet it's not his first time at that rodeo. Well, I... In a sort of student hijinks way. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, I've kept a few broads up all night myself. <laughs> but, um... Goodness. <laughs> oh, God, my... Goodness me. <laughs> but it's, um... If you went back wow. from a tour with a, um, a suspicious disease, it's a great fallback position, isn't it? The bed, bed bugs. bugs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I love were... you and your relatable content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I prolonged you know eye contact where... with me there as well, as if to say. You know a little what... tip for you there, Alan? <laughs> yeah. the yeah. Thanks. Thanks. You can have that. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you're coming back from a tour with a suspicious disease, you've all been there. Yeah. Uh, Next time you do an interview, what advice <laughs> would you give to younger comics? There you go, you've got your answer. Set just up. have the bed box, just have it up your sleeve. <laughs> Do you know what I hate I'm most about bedbugs? What do you hate most about bedbugs, Emily? They've got beaks. You are joking. How gross is that? Do they? Little have... beaks. Oh, have they? Yeah. Bedbug I mean... beaks. <laughs> I mean, who do they think they are? Some tropical bird? It's not your business to have beaks. Yeah, you're right. That, it just makes me sick, the idea that, of them pecking away no, at me with their beaks. Disgusting. It's all gone very David Attenborough on today's show. <laughs> He'll set up a fight with them. Probably he likes doing that. Who? Attenborough? He likes to set the animals. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, what Frank yeah, says yeah, against He goes him. into species. That'd be a fight with an ant. And, oh, that'd, uh, that'd be worth seeing that. Ant on the beak. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! Oh, we need something for that. Dear, there needs dear. to be music. It's I'll, extraordinary. I'll, hold on, we'll see. What we we'll have to mark what, this moment. Probably in. Probably Here we go. Eventually. <laughs> I, was thinking, I mean, I've only found out about their beaks in the last few seconds. Yeah, but that oh. was extraordinary. I was thinking more one moment in time. Mm. Whitney Houston. That's how big it was for me. Apparently, they they go for exposed flesh. Obviously. That'll be why he got out and put his whites on. Legends! Yeah. But... <laughs> um, oh, God. <laughs> he must be... Four, six, five, six, six, Stuart Broad. I would say Stuart... Is he tall, is... not broad? Yeah, he's tall no, and broad. He's not oh, broad at all. He's slender. Oh, yeah. is he? Jagarian on the hip front. Is oh, he? Yeah. yeah. I'd say six, four, I'm going broady. He sounds very excellent. I'm going to go... Six five. Can we get some boffins on the case, please? Hi to Stuart Broad. Anyway, uh, Alan. Um, I have no idea. I'm. I, I mean, well, I, that's not playing the game. Mike. Oh, okay. Six three. Okay. We have we have a family <laughs> member who is six seven. Yes, you do. And um, he has problems with hotel beds. Generally, is that oh, like his feet yeah. stick out the bottom? So maybe that was happening to. I'm going to say Broadie. Yeah. Mm. Maybe. Um, the, the bare feet were sticking out and they just they couldn't resist it. You have to Frank, lie what diagonal. What height did you, did you say for Brodie? Pardon? What height did you say for Brodie? S- what did I say? 6'5"? Six, 6'5", six, five? Six, five, yeah. Oh, I went 6'3". OK, I went 6'4". Uh, Frank's right. 6'5". So, there you go. I mean, you made that joke. You got the height right. Can we do his weight? Are we guessing his weight next? No, let's not do his weight. I'm enjoying a guessing game. I don't think he should be sleeping in his whites, though. No. Don't sleep in your uniform. Oh, no, Don't ever I, sleep in any clothes. But in a night, on a night like that, like, have you ever been in a hotel room when it's, you wake up and you're absolutely freezing cold and you put the robe on? <laughs> oh, yes, you've always said the... Uh, no. You don't like the belt, do you? literally no. never happened to the me. The karate never belt, put... not. It's all, yeah, the, you've got like the knot. You, when you lie on the knot, 
<laughs> I don't never know that wrestler actually. Hotel. I've never encountered him. No, it's uh, it's a terrible. I, sleeping in a dressing gowns are terrible. Terrible. Well, it thing. feels so comfy. It always feels mm. like a good idea, but you're so right. The the persistent mm. knock. Towel in against the skin's not a good thing. But don't sleep in shoes. No. Have you ever slept in shoes? Only on the street. <laughs> but that was that was a darker time. So we don't, we don't discuss on it's a great um, answer. We don't Charming discuss anecdote. that on breakfast radio. <laughs> <laughs> on the fire side Supposed children. to be all light and happiness. Do you not listen to Chris Evans? <laughs> Skinner, Dean, and Cochrane together. The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio um, with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. I was just going to say, you love a song with whistling in it. Yes, there aren't nearly enough. There yeah. aren't for you. Um, um, we've jealous had... Guy? <whistles> yes. Uh, we've had an email. Common and... People? How dare you? Yes. Has that got whistling? I think I, I, I'm thinking of the uh, R2-D2 cover. Surely George Formby must have some whistling going on not, in one of his. Not much. He seems the type. Not much hard with those teeth, I think. Um, I had a little <laughs> glance through the Friday night emails. You know, I like to oh, trawl through and see if there's any trawl. fish worth catching. Um, dear Frank, Emily and Alan, the Friday night trawler, last week you were discussing New Year resolutions. We yes. were actually a bit late to the New Year resolution yeah, we chat, were, weren't yeah. we? Yeah. Mine is to set off the A.E. Houseman alarm. Oh, OK. Oh. Oh. I should explain that due to a, an accidental reference, <laughs> I think it was maybe uh, Tim Key was on as a guest. Yes, Tim I think Key. it was. A long time ago. Yeah. It was BC, it was before Cockrell. And uh, we mentioned uh, A.E. Houseman, the, um, the great poet mm. and uh, of uh, a Shropshire lad fame. Yes. And a very weird sound suddenly went off in the uh, studio and which I explained was the A.E. Houseman <laughs> alarm. And not every time he's mentioned, but the first time he's mentioned any one week, this alarm goes off. It was fictional, but afterwards, so many people texting about A.E. Houseman that we actually... <laughs> we <laughs> got an alarm. Again. I know. And it's actually on my on my list of jingles, it's there as A.E. Houseman alarm. I yep. mean... There it is. Um, we haven't played it for ages, no, so that's but your always be there. your New Year's resolution, Don, and also you've made me it's very nice to happy. have a wish granted, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, they continue. Hey, Presto. Incidentally, I, I think they were expecting us to hit the alarm. Yeah. Hey, Presto. Incidentally, whatever happened to Hey, Presto? Often used by 1970s magicians or adverts on the shopping channel or people in shopping <laughs> centres demonstrating products. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And hey, hey, Presto. Presto it was the sort Seems of to have gone. British equivalent of et voila. Yes. Okay. Well, there was et a voila. Mm. There was a comic, uh, sorry, a magician called Faye Presto. Yes. Who I think lovely um, bit of wordplay there. Used to drive round in a nineteen sixties mourners car. Oh. Um, I know because I've driven that car. I drove it back from uh, from Birmingham to South London one night. <laughs> when it belonged to another comic <laughs> called Malcolm Hardy. Oh, right. Uh, 
It's quite a big. Uh, it's quite what a hearse, essentially. Quite, no, it's for mourners' car, though, so you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Oh. Not not for not the for deceased, the coffin, but yeah. the, 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 the but family. Still a the big, family. A big vehicle. Still, when I looked in the rearview mirror, I mean, they were way back. <laughs> Absolutely way You don't back. want to parallel park that, do you? You hit reverse and even in but a normal was, size it car. It was quite mm. a journey. Let's put it this way. I only looked in the rearview mirror once. <laughs> <laughs> God, that was educational. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. On the subject of um, New Year's resolutions, <clears throat> excuse mm. me, uh, mine's to clear my throat more. Yeah, no, it's I not. Think, I'm just mm. making that up. Mine's um, to clear mine less. To is ba- it? To battle through that sound oh, yeah. and okay. make it my own. That'll Louis Armstrong built a career, I think. Colours of the um, rainbow. Yeah. I think I'm going to try and change my uh, outlook on, on the world, my natural disposition. I That's think it might be a little bit dour. No. no. I think it might. No. I'll give Take you an example. Take that back. Well, I'm going to do a little test. I... I I tried to take my daughter swimming recently and we got to the swimming pool and I thought, wow, the car park's very empty at the pool, very quiet. Could be a good sign, we might get the whole pool. Mm. Great. Mm. We walked up to the uh, door and they said there was a sign up saying the uh, gym is open but the pool is closed due to an incident. Right, just a piece of paper. I went back. where this is going. Well, I went back and I mentioned it to my (laughs) wife and she said... That's, you know, someone's done a solid in the pool. Oh, Oh, is that what it is? And then I said to somebody else, then they said someone's done a solid in the pool. And my first thought was fatality. So that's obviously that I'm I'm the baddie in this, aren't I? Oh, because you... By the way, I have no resolution. I don't know what it was, but my brain went much worse than everybody else's. Three people I mentioned it to and they all thought it was just a toilet incident. Well, I'd be prepared to swim if it was just that. (laughs) <laughs> what a solid or a fatality? Yeah, I, I, no, in the, not with the fatality. I feel, I feel uh, disrespectful. But, um, if, I'd be happier swimming with a fatality. Yeah, I think I would. That. It's more oh, self-contained, no. isn't it? No. I can swim around that, whereas that permeates. No, I'd feel. I, I agree. I, I think. I think. I would honestly rather swim with a corpse. Now you're joking. What about when you swam? What about I mean, when you swam over them? I, mean, I don't I'm, care. I would, I would honestly honest. feel more comfortable with a corpse. You are what? what I, I mean, would. that broken Britain. No, I, I, I agree with Emily. I think. Really? If, if there's been a solid, would I you think rather they need to swim, change the water. Would you rather swim with excrement or a corpse? I'd 12.15. I knew this had legs. I, at first I thought there was a tension, but I knew it had legs. It's one of the life's great dilemmas, isn't it? It could be. Can, and can the lady from Guinness Book of Records please send me the best ever texting on breakfast radio? <laughs> Certificate. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm surprised. So you really would go I'm, I'm not. I'm not messing around now. I'm. I'm. Oh, I'm please, I'm, let's not talk about messing around. <laughs> Stop I'm, your messing I'm around. I'm absolutely. I'm horrified that you'd rather um, sleep with the. the swim we didn't with say the anything about that. No, that you'd rather swim with the deceased <laughs> than the, the the discarded. Well, you absolutely. want to change your water, don't you? If, well, no, but there's a lot of water there. I mean, if you <laughs> exactly. had a pint, if you had a pint of beer. And an insect landed on the top, say some sort of, I don't know, a crane fly. Mm. And you took that off. You know, it's been in there, but you think, well, it's a small insect and a big pint. You'd carry on drinking, wouldn't you? You wouldn't reject that. Mm. Wouldn't you? Yeah, you're well, right. there you go. I win. <laughs> <laughs> 
on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Well, I think we found out, didn't we, that, that the time I read out um, yeah. was actually the men's record. Yes, so and the women's... Women's is 10.49, very I understand, good. which sounds a bit more reasonable. <laughs> yes, and apparently... And that same lady who sent that in said, has predicted me 17.2 seconds. OK. Fall somewhere Cheek. between you and Alan. Talking of falling, we were discussing what you would rather swim with. I don't know quite how this happens. <laughs> yeah. It was me. It was you, Alan. My bad, as they say, yeah. I believe. It was collective responsibility. <clears throat> Not sure. And we took it to an unpleasant area. <laughs> it needn't have gone there. Yeah. But we ended up doing a text in, Frank? Um, yes, which is, um, would you rather swim with, with um, human excrement in the swimming pool or a dead body? I was very clear which side I fell on. Okay, Which yeah. Is the dead body. I was shocked that you t- both of you went for dead body. That's, oh, yeah. That's um, ghoulish. Well, 736. Yeah, all of it. It really would depend on how long the corpse had been there. Oh. That's Trevor. Yeah. It's getting worse, you see. I wouldn't be at all bothered how long the poo had been there. <laughs> 806, defo corpse. <laughs> Um, oh, God. I mean, absolutely loads of these. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe I'm in a minority on this. What about 010, Al? I'm with Emily. I'd rather swim with the dead than poo. That's from Fran. That's, mm-hmm. I, I'm really... What if you'd have asked me to bit. predict this, I would have said you, if you got one person who, who would prefer the, the deceased mm. um, to the, to the uh, discharged... Yeah. Um, really? Well, Alan, what about we've got a pool what is engineer? It with people? Oh, pool, pool engineer. He'll have an interesting Three he nine eight. Uh, he, this is Dave. I'm okay. a pool engineer. Unbeknown to swimmers, mm. they swim in fecal matter every swim. <clears throat> Seems a bit extreme to empty the pool to me just because you can see it. Oh, That's he's bringing an expert view. Yeah, okay. I, think, I think he speaketh sooth. Oh, dear. <laughs> they didn't empty the pool, do they? Well, I'd like them to. I'd like to think Oh, you need a butterfly net. Yeah, you'd think. Yeah. To be honest, the pool that I was discussing isn't that clean that I think they would change the water. That was why I was thinking no, that it was probably... You don't need to change the probably water. Probably a corpse for the admin. Yeah, and I speak as a, as a, as a certified snowflake. Um, it wouldn't bother me even slightly. If I could, you know... If it was at my side, like a, a couple of water wings, it wouldn't bother me. Uh... Some people like dolphins, whereas I. (laughs) (laughs) Well, 508 has said, having experienced the swimming with a number two in a public pool, I fully agree. Give me a corpse any day. (laughs) What? What What number is a corpse? Strange strange turn of phrase, granted. It has a number two. What the hell is a corpse? He continues, the form mentioned... Seven or eight. The form mentioned can move a lot quicker across the water, but of course, when you bring it to the attention of the lifeguard, they look at you as if it was yours. You wouldn't get that with a corpse. No, that's true. No. Although if you Fair brought point. if you brought the corpse to the attention of the lifeguard, wouldn't they feel that you were be you were accusing <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. them, yeah. accusing them of slacking? <laughs> anyway. I mean, we should say just to sum up, a lot of people are suggesting, which is a, a fair point, a reasonable point, that you would get what some pers- or somebody has referred to as the double whammy, mm-hmm. because when you die... Oh, yes, I won't I'm take it any further. That's one of the science bits yes. on the show, though. Okay. I think we might, we might have to leave this... Uh, <laughs> yes, let's move on. Let's yeah. move on from this link. <laughs> 
Frank Skinner. I don't want Sorry. to continue this on for no. too long. Well, I realise we've come to the but if end. You've got, if you've got... There's um, just one I'd like to share with you, Frank, from Amanda, who says, I'm with Frank, the poo, not the dead person. Surely, Thank you, Amanda. The surely, voice of reason. Well, Amanda continues, surely you can wash off the former. The latter would linger psychologically forever. Well, I agree. <laughs> I agree. That uh, That's beautifully put, Amanda. Yeah. You're, you're spot on. Okay, and thanks to everyone who is in Sociopath Corner over with me and Alan. Yeah, yeah. I mean that has shocked me. That just made me think. Lesser of us. What just it's made me think? You know, you know, you see a statistic that makes you think differently about the world. Oh yeah. Um, I, I remember when, when we did. Uh, remember, I did a show on ITV called "Don't Ask Me, Ask Britain," in which yeah. we did yes. surveys, and we said, should you be able to put? Um, what are those things that you put into... Use them on dogs and stuff so you can trace them. They put them under their oh, skin. Yeah. Trackers. Oh, like yes, yeah, like microchips. microchips. Yeah. You should be able to put a microchip on your children <coughs> yeah. to know where they're gone. Yeah. And, um, and which they have to wear till they're 18. Mm. Mm. And, like, about... The majority of people thought it was a good idea. Terrible. I was astonished. Mm. Extraordinary. Yeah. Anyway, I've got one. <laughs> it's no good flying in the face of popular opinion. Frank uses it for me and Alan. Yeah. Imagine if Frank did that, tracked our movements all week. Oh, mine would be quite boring. Oh, I don't believe that. Speak, You're a professional comedian. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It'd be mainly like, oh, he's on the motorway again. <laughs> anyway, so um, I'll tell you what I, 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 I struck, has caught my eye. Go on. Oh, yeah. Did you... Um, there was a sort of... Uh, you know, I was talking earlier about um, when I played um, This Is The End Of The World As We Know It, and if you oh, heard yeah. that, if you just heard that, you might think yes. me saying This Is The End Of The World As We Know It is, is a statement, that you know, a newsflash. Yes. There was a thing in Australia where... Um, down Under. Down Under. Yeah. Where a man was, um, was heard mm. to be... Um, Using menacing and threatening language. I can't, you know. Can oh you remember yes, what? this is the Spider Man. Yeah, not that kind not of Spider Man. And he said, "Why don't you die?" Yeah, yeah. And he's they very heard scared of spiders. To a this spider. Character. But they heard this thing. Why don't you die? die? Why don't you just die? And this banging. And they thought, "Oh my the god, neighbors. it's a terrible domestic um, right. murder." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> And uh, still, it's better than him having a poo in there. <laughs> <laughs> the neighbours sent the busies round. Yeah, the busies. Mm. They called triple uh, zero, which I believe is, is the that number what you're doing in now? Australia. Really? Th- I'm pretty sure it is. I yeah. never knew that. Yeah. That I is good knew. info. Triple mm. zero. That's could One be useful from no. us. <laughs> Or, now, did you see down. this man, Frank? I saw this story. Did you see the man? He sort of reenacted the incident for a local news crew. Oh, I love it did when they do that. And they interviewed him and he said, it was terrible. I mean, one minute I was just saying that, you know, and he was, they were doing it in slow-mo and they had him really hamming it up. I mean, oh. he was a real scenery chewer. He was going, why don't you die? <laughs> but the, no, but I think he was going, that's yeah. why the neighbours were alarmed. They, yes. I mean, if you heard that coming from next door in, in you know, those kind of dramatic tones. Oh, yeah. yeah, but come on, I've said far worse to people during rattles. <laughs> well, yes. I mean, what I would say, I, I think if neighbours are going to be calling the police on the strength of language, 
I mean, there's all sorts. I'm sure he yeah. said. Yeah, but um, I think I think you have to draw the line at murder. That's my general. <laughs> I am. Um, that's my general. Alan and role. I have already established we have different views. <laughs> well, exactly. I was, I was in Blackpool once, and I saw a man trying oh, wow. to. Trying to turn his car in the road, do what we used to call a three-point turn. Do they not call it a three-point turn anymore? No, it's called a turn in the road now because it doesn't no. have to be done Shut in up. three points. They don't. Is that? I did not it's know that. A turn oh, in the road now. How many points can these people do it in? You can do it in as many as you want as What's long as you don't hit it? the curve. I know, but a three-point turn always sometimes went <clears> wrong, but it was still a three. Three-point turn is what you were dreaming of. Yeah, you were next aiming for year. three, but oh. now it's a turn in the road. Oh, next you were telling me they don't do an emergency stop. This is not what I wanted to discuss, to be honest. <laughs> Sorry. You know what it'll be, though? It'll what? be, no, oh, you can't call it a three-point turn because <laughs> not everyone can do it, in, and that's turn-shaming. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Ah, oh, fair, absolutely. Anyway, this bloke was partway through it, and there was a um, seagull in, in his path, Mm. And uh, he tried beeping it, and that didn't move it. And then he wound down the window and swore at it as if that was going to make it fly away. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah! He shouted, "Get out of the mm. something way!" Yeah, and it didn't. It still didn't. <laughs> no, they were. It didn't, I like, it didn't respond. I like the idea that he thought, "If I just say, yeah. get out of the way, it won't go." I need to I need make to it swear. know the urgency of this situation. He's a proper doctor, do little. Or we should say, this man used, um, you know, foul Quite language a lot as of well. Swear words. With regards but then again, he is Australian, so that's we, part we, of his we, culture. We won't. Yeah, well, that. that. No, we wouldn't do and that on the show. T- we talk about would you rather swim with a corpse or excrement? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've got our standards. Imagine yeah. if just by coincidence he'd shouted at the spider, why don't you just die? And it had died. <laughs> Like if he, that'd like, be, what would have like, then happened um, to him? What was that? Um, what was that Richard Burton film? The Medusa Touch or something? Oh yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. Whereas he could do that. Yeah. There was a couple uh, going on arguing, and he said, "Oh, why don't you just jump out of the window?" <laughs> and then uh, he heard, "Oh my God!" from the bloke. Yeah, and the wife had jumped out the window. Oh wow. I mean, it's a great it is gift, with though. great power. It's, a, it's, a not, it's not a gift I'd want because the, the temptation. <laughs> well, it has wow. been covered that you have a bit of a git about you, so yeah. you, you, you know don't what want that I like? power, do you? Wow, I like the uh, the man's reaction to the wife jumping out the window. Oh, my God, <laughs> on the buses. <laughs> oh, oh, my good calls. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. I um, I have to say I'm a bit sizist. Oh yeah, yeah. With uh, with spiders. Oh, I see. I will let a small spider um, crawl past and leave it and not worry about it. There's a certain where it gets to when it would no longer sort of giant haystack. When it would no longer go in action man's hand luggage. Right. Wow, that's as precise a measurement as uh, there was. If someone on Big Brother who said a cat's paw, oh, I remember that. It was Lady Solve, I believe. Right? Lady Solve. So how much do you want? She said a sort of cat's paw. That's size. a good measure. Good measure. Anyway, sorry, Frank. But a big one, I just kill. Now that oh, that's I'd wrong. Like to hear that. Mm. I, I don't like, like squeamish I don't, about corpses. I don't like to do it, but um, you know, come on. Can I say, Al? Oh, no. It's one of my superpowers. I say one of. Uh, that I don't... I'm not frightened of spiders at all. Aren't you? Actually, really, if one could... A a great big tarantula could walk across this table, wouldn't bother me. It'd be weird in England, but yeah. Yeah. You're joking. (laughs) But I think that might be childhood in Australia. Oh, yes. Got used to them. Yeah. You're a money spider fan? 
I'm okay with spiders. In fact, it's one of the few times that I feel quite macho is that I, it's my job to deal with spiders in the home. Well, as I um, as an officially recognised snowflake, <laughs> yeah, I really don't like them. <laughs> and as I say, I don't mind. But they get to a certain size when I'm afraid it's them. Or I mean, in in Australia, it's kill or be killed, isn't it? With the spiders, not really. Come on, oh, with the funnel whips. Oh, what about the red I'm really? off it, you bladder, <laughs> you mongrel. What I'm a mongrel. <laughs> You won't no. say that when you've got a red back crawling up your leg. What worries me is there's lots of talk, isn't that, that newspapers, in two or three years there won't be any newspapers. Oh, yeah, they're in decline. Mm. Yeah, the people just go online. That surely will result in spiders taking over the world. Because yes. you can't put it on top of the glass. You, you can't roll up a newspaper and splatter oh, it. it. Yeah. Can I just say, there is a slight reversal in that trend to do with the um, the ongoing chaos in the world, I believe. Oh, is that oh, right? Yeah. yeah, apparently they have... The, I read that recently mm. in a newspaper. So there's going to be newspapers. <laughs> well, it's just that more websites are closing down now. Websites oh, are closing? Yes, are they? news websites. It's bad news for spiders. <laughs> well, <laughs> as we all know, we heart I, news. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we do heart in news. In the same show <laughs> that we had Anton Dubique... <laughs> We've had websites are closing down bad news for spiders. Oh, excellent. I mean, he's got it's them all. Silly. It's, a I mean, it's a birthday show of some. It's and extraordinary. of course, we had perhaps um, the award winning um, <laughs> breakfast radio texting. Um, corpse or poo. As I, think it was, as I think it was known. Anyway, it's been quite a morning, guys. Thank you for. Uh, those of you who've managed to stick with us, much our appreciatum, as we say in the Catholic Church. Um, so thank you so much for listening. If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, um, we'll be back again this time next week. Goodbye. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.